You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Our topic today is wisdom in your 30s. Since we are two sage 30-somethings <laughs> who apparently feel that we have some wisdom to share. <laughs> we'll see, I guess. Uh, we'll talk about the life lessons we've learned, what we'd tell our 20-year-old selves, and how we feel about getting closer to the big 4 But first, we want to remind you that there are a lot of ways to connect with us in between shows. So the best way lately is on Instagram, where listeners chime in with great tips and ideas. Plus, we share peeks into our lives through stories. And it's been hilarious over there lately, I have to say. So you can also find our Facebook page and definitely subscribe to our newsletter on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com, where we share content that's not on the show, plus reveal upcoming book club selections earlier than we share them on the show. Um, you can always send us an email too at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. We just really love connecting with you. And sorry for that loud what car. just drove by? That just drove by. I, I feel know. like it was a monster truck. <laughs> Some drag racer. <laughs> drag racer. <laughs> okay. Let's drop some wisdom. Okay, let's. So your 30s, I was thinking about this. Your 30s are your second decade of adulthood. Yeah. So how do you feel like your 30s are different than your 20s for you. Okay, so getting towards the tail end of my 30s mm-hmm. here, it's like time to How think about. How old are you? 38. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. And I'm 35. Yeah. So, I feel like the one of the biggest differences is now you're kind of living the life you were wondering about and struggling to create yes. in your 20s. Yes. So, you know, you're going to school for the career you're going to have potentially, you're thinking about who you're going to marry, you're getting married, you're maybe mm-hmm. settling where you're going to settle and into a job and all that and it's like now we're living it. Yeah. And I feel like something that is kind of hard is to remember that like these are the days, literally. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's going to be a lot of cliches in this episode, mm-hmm. but it's true. Mm-hmm. Like these are the days when your kids are little, mm-hmm. you've kind of settled into your um, job and career, maybe, maybe not. But that's mm-hmm. kind of where I feel like, you know, we are mm-hmm. and where we want to live and our house is coming along how we'd like mm-hmm. it to and that kind of stuff where it's just stopping and saying like, okay, this is, I don't always have to be striving anymore, you know? Yeah. I think just definitely more confidence. Mm -hmm. Confidence continues to improve because you Mm -hmm. just give less Fs about things, honestly, as you get older. Like, and I'm not even close to there yet, but I just think that like, it it just keeps getting, you just really, it sifts out what's important and what Mm -hmm. you don't need to spend time worrying about. What you really care Mm -hmm. about. And then I just think in general, like less upheaval. There's just lots Mm. of big things happening in your 20s usually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Finishing school, starting a job, getting married, moving across the country in our our case. And so I just think that it's just less big things. Yeah. More little things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, really similarly to what you were saying, but I just, I feel really settled, Mm -hmm. even though I'm still working towards things Mm -hmm. and just really fulfilled. And I am really trying to actively be present and remind myself, like you said, like these are the days and just there's so many things that I wondered about or wanted for so long and I have them and Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful and just trying to just be so deeply appreciative um, of that. I just, I do just have this sense even when I'll just like have this sense sometimes where I'm like, ah, oh, there's always toys around my house or it's messy or mm-hmm. things can be so tough with little kids. And I will just have this thought immediately, like one day it will be so easy to clean the house 
and it will be so quiet in this house mm-hmm. and I will miss this time yeah. right now. And I just, I feel that. And that just really helps me stay present and just mm-hmm. really appreciate it mm-hmm. and kind of let go of those and things and not let them bother me mm-hmm. um, quite as much. But I just feel, I feel really grounded in the life that we've, that Chris and I have created my family, our house, day to day life. Mm-hmm. I feel really just really fulfilled by it and just the community that we've um, found here. And I think similar to what you were saying, I just feel like I know the answers to questions that I thought a lot about in my twenties. Who would I marry? Mm -hmm. When would I get married? When would I have kids? Would I be able to have kids? What job will I have? Like Mm -hmm. all of that. I thought a lot about those things. I, I think that honestly, I think I'm kind of the age now that I've always wanted to be. Yeah. Like it's like your truest self. Yes. So far. Yeah. Like I started reading Martha Stewart living <laughs> magazine when I was 16 <laughs> and like, you can't have that life when you're 16. No, you no. really can't have it until right. you're like 30, right. 35. Yeah. Like I find myself being like truly grateful that I get to buy whatever kitchen things I want yeah. or, you know what I mean? Like really yes. adult boring things. Right. You're like, that's really satisfying. Yes. It takes so much joy. <laughs> I could in those. make a pie. Exactly. I could make a pie. Yes. I could just make a pie. Um, And I think knowing what I want to do and that I'm doing it slash working towards it, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. that's been kind of, I've had kind of a, you know, my career going to school, going to graduate school, getting trained as a scientist, working in environmental consulting, then working as a science writer, and now finally you know, trying to work for myself, Mm -hmm. producing my own creative content. It Mm -hmm. hasn't been a like, you know, you, it's not uh, linear. Exactly. It doesn't seem very linear, but one thing has led to another. And I'm just so glad to have ended up exactly, um, where I, where I am and kind of along with the confidence, I just feel this deep sense of knowing myself so much better Mm -hmm. than I did when Mm -hmm. I was younger. I still have these memories from being in high school and having conversations with some friends. And I had a guy friend who was just, I just think really smart and really kind of thoughtful about politics and Mm -hmm. things like that. And we just have these really strong opinions. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking, I just, I don't even have an opinion about that. Right. I don't even know what I think about that. Yeah, exactly. And I just, I kind of felt that way about a lot of things and I didn't like it. Like I wanted to have opinions, Mm -hmm. but I think for me, it just, it took me a while before I could really be in the world, really be really educated about the world. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that for me, you could learn about things in school, Mm -hmm. but then I needed to experience it. Like I could learn what taxes were, but Mm -hmm. until you're really paying taxes, (laughs) then then you can really have more of an opinion or just be more educated about how different people are living and Mm -hmm. different people are experiencing the world. Um, That's kind of a more lofty way to, Mm -hmm. you know, say um, like knowing opinions, but also that goes along to knowing myself. I think I'm able to put myself first more Mm -hmm. or just Mm -hmm. prioritize myself, like being able to say no or being able to know what's really going to be fulfilling for me or like what I'm willing to say yes to that I don't really want to do, but it's going to be worth it Mm -hmm. anyway. It used to be just harder for me to say no, or I'd feel guilty about Mm -hmm. things. And I don't find myself struggling with that as much. Even just like, don't you feel like it's, it's kind of how toddlers like don't know when they're tired or hungry. Yeah. Or it's like, I know what's wrong right. now if something's yes. not right. Yes. And I kind of know how to fix it. Yes. Where in your 20s, you're really, you're feeling like, well, shouldn't I be the person who right. is fine with staying up till, you know, mm-hmm. two in the morning? Or yeah. shouldn't I be this or that? And like right. a lot of the should 
should yeah. goes away. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I think finding kind of, yes, how, like how I want to live and like loving that and taking so much joy in it. Mm -hmm. You know, I love going to bed early. Mm -hmm. I'm making no apologies for that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love it. Um, and I think too, my style, I, I think I've like come into my style even significantly, maybe like since Cedric was born, mm -hmm. um, because that was just kind of, you know, then I was into my thirties, um, just kind of developing a work wardrobe, all these things. I think, I think back to my twenties and it was kind of like the thing with opinions where I was yeah. like, I don't really know. I know that I want to feel good. I want to feel put together, but I don't know exactly what that looks like. And I don't know how to get there yeah. either. Yeah. And now I feel like I can dress casual. I can dress for a casual date night. I could dress up for a nicer date night. Mm -hmm. um, I know how to do my hair. I know how to do the mm -hmm. basic. Yeah. Like you know what works for you, right? Yeah. And it feels really good. Yeah. I agree. I feel the same way. All right. Let's talk about life lessons. What okay. are the most impactful life lessons that you've learned thus far in life and how did you learn them? Okay. I feel like so many of these started with books that I've read and people that Mm, um, I, love that. I feel like I'm very impacted by books or things that I've I like that. heard from authors. and um, But then you don't really learn them until you live them, yeah. right? Till yeah. that experience like rings true with you. So like I think of a couple of things from Glennon Doyle Melton that she says like you can do hard things, mm. but you don't believe that till you do hard mm. things. Like till you really get a chance to like get the, the benefit of hindsight, right? Like, hey, it was hard moving out here. Yeah. Like just kind of on a whim. Mm -hmm. It was hard adopting the girls mm -hmm. and going through that. And I did it. I could mm -hmm. do it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think just with time, like you don't have, in your 20s, you haven't had many opportunities to do that yet and know mm -hmm. that you'll be okay on the yeah. other side of it mm -hmm. to really feel like, okay, I could take on another hard thing. Yeah. Um, and then on a related note to that, it's just that like bravery is not the absence of fear. Mm. like it's okay to be afraid and like deathly terrified of something mm -hmm. but fully feeling the fear and doing it anyway yeah. or trying it you yeah, know I love that. and both of those are kind of maybe me butchering Glennon's words a little bit but definitely <laughs> the is there yeah I feel like especially um our whole adoption journey just like solidified those things for mm -hmm. me like those are some of the first things that pop into my head mm -hmm. yeah I have thought about that a lot and I don't know if you um, do this too. But I have found that just now the experiences that I've had where I'm like stressed out about something or something needs to get done. Um, I will like think back to a time mm -hmm. and it's like, well, I've never not done right. a certain amount of quality work or never, you know, not gotten something done before, like mm -hmm. in this catastrophic way that I'm really worried about. Right. And that kind of really helps me. Yeah. You like know? drawing on those experiences yeah. where you did it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's almost like, well, I've almost in a way already, like I've already proven that I can. Mm -hmm. And that kind of helps me mm -hmm. know that I can do it this time too. Totally. Okay. So uh, my first life lesson is that just by showing up and following through mm -hmm. is more than 90% of people do. Absolutely. So if, if you can just do that, mm -hmm. you are already ahead You're of the winning. game. Yeah. Yes. And I have two examples of my life to share where I learned this. It has since been solidified just through other experiences. But um, the first one when I was very young and there was a bike decorating contest at my local grocery store. Mm -hmm. So my dad was super into this with me. We like decorated my bike like on the cheap. I'm pretty sure we wrapped it in tinfoil mostly. <laughs> and then like I had it's streamers yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. We showed up. I was the only person who entered. <laughs> I was the only kid. So I won. So I won. 
<laughs> later in graduate school, I applied for a scholarship from the um, Connecticut, like Garden Club of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And I think it was supposed to be like a $1,000 scholarship. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting a $4,000 scholarship oh. because I was the only person who applied. So they gave you more money because of I, it? They gave me all the money. Oh, because it was supposed to go to be like divvied up. Yeah, it was supposed to be like four people. That's but amazing. only I applied. That's so amazing. I got all the money. <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> so just apply. Just show you up. You might win. You might win. You <laughs> are definitely it. increasing your chances yeah. by like 100%. Yeah. I love it. Um, okay, this is one that I am still learning, Okay, but is like my, I need it tattooed on me somewhere <laughs> probably. So number one, things you can control, your own reactions, thoughts, emotions, and actions. The end. The end. The things you cannot control, everything else in life, mm-hmm. everybody else's reactions, things that happen to you that are just completely forces of nature. Like yeah. I think the quicker that you can get mostly okay with that yeah like the happier you will be and that's been definitely something that I've learned the hard way Mm -hmm. definitely something that kids help teach you because Mm -hmm. you're like oh you're your own little human with your own opinions look at you (laughs) look at you doing what you want to (laughs) do um and being a parent and being the grown-up and the bigger one in the house makes you gives you this illusion of control that Mm -hmm. is quickly ripped out from underneath Mm -hmm. you um like around 18 months Mm So, yeah, just, uh, man, that's still something I'm big time working on, but so hard. It's a big one. And especially just when you have strong opinions about how things should be, yes. they would be so much yes. better. And they might be. Exactly. You might they be right. might be. Yeah. Just you can't. I think that's a hard thing is like, no, I think I'm right. Right. In fact, other people say I'm right, mm-hmm. but you're still refusing to do that thing right. or that thing is still not working out yeah. according to that. That's mm-hmm. a... That's a hard life lesson that like it can be right mm-hmm. and the right thing morally, you know, right. financially, whatever yeah. the case may be and still not work out that yeah. way. Oh, that is hard. It's, it's what the life is hard thing is, is all about. Yeah, that's so. adulting for sure. Yep. Uh, my next one is just, I think I've just learned good life lessons about how to make goals and how to accomplish them. Mm-hmm. That is just something that... I love to do. It's how my brain operates. That's kind of how I break down life sometimes Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. things I want to get done. And I think just I've been posting about monthly goals and goals in general on my blog since 2011. And Mm -hmm. I think just having that habit and that practice has just helped me so much. I've learned about not putting the shoulds on my list, the thing that I think I should do that I'm just going to put on there because I sure hope I would do it, but I actually have no intention of doing it. Let's be real. Um, And learned how to really think through, not just saying, here's what I want to accomplish, but thinking through, okay, well, what is it going to take? What does that actually look like? What do I have to do? What do I have to change? Just being able to really like think through that and have that bigger concept Mm -hmm. has really, really helped. Um, Okay. This is a silly, kind of a silly one, but it's, it's something I think I've gotten really good at in my thirties. Okay. Um, Nobody will die if someone says no to you or you say no to somebody else. Oh, good. Nobody will die. Nobody will die. You can say no to things you don't want to do and you will save yourself and everybody around you a lot more heartache if you just kindly say no, thanks. Yep. We're not doing that. Yeah. Or what that is just, in my 20s, I feel like I had this like torment over every decision yes. or I should want to go out. It's Friday yes. night or I should. Right. And it's like, no, nope, you can just kindly say no, thanks. Mm-hmm. Not for Decline. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it really is okay. 
Yeah. And in fact, you will say it causes a lot more relationship issues and hurt feelings and whatever when you say yes to something you don't yeah. want to do and then end up canceling or kind of trying to work around it. Or, or like resenting it or yes, not looking forward yes. to it. Yes. Or being a jerk while you're there. Right. Like just just say no. Totally. <laughs> Such a to good drugs one. too. Those don't, those don't also, help. Also drugs. <laughs> My next one is just that everyone is still figuring it out. Mm -hmm. So I have this memory of a family vacation where it was all my dad's side of the family and my cousins on that side are all older. And so my cousins at that point were in college and I was probably in young high school. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, I don't even know what we're talking about, but just feeling like man, they're like in college, they're living their life. They've just got it all figured out Mm -hmm. and just wanting that so much. Cause I just did have, like I talked about just kind of feeling, I don't, you know, I don't know, not feeling confident Mm -hmm. in myself, my opinions, things like that. And just feeling like, Oh, I cannot wait to get there. Well, here I get to college, you know? And I think then I had that memory of like, Oh my gosh, like I just thought they had knew everything by mm-hmm. that point. And no, they did not. No, they and did I, not. I just think I keep seeing that over and over again. I think too, just seeing how, how the path that my career has taken mm-hmm. and just kind of how that's winded mm-hmm. and reading accounts of other people's, how that's kind of, you know, gone this way, that way, laterally backwards. Um, and another recent experience that was just really interesting was my 10 year reunion um, from graduating um, from the Yale Forestry School. So I was back there with many of my classmates. And these are just passionate, smart people that are out doing great things for the world. Mm -hmm. But it was so illuminating to just hear some of them expressing, you know, I I don't know if I'm in quite the right fit. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of ready to make a change. Mm -hmm. Some of them wanting to make smaller career changes, others kind of ready to do something totally different. And I think that was just so reassuring because honestly, I went in having, um, I don't know, just kind of some feelings of like, okay, here I am 10 years later. Mm -hmm. I am not doing anything directly related to my degree. I am hoping to write. I'm producing podcasts. Right. You know, there's like some insecurity there. Like I'm not really using this thing that we're here talking about. Yeah. And you know what? People loved talking to me about my podcast and writing. Yeah. And we're like, that's so cool. I mean, I could, it was just so encouraging and I didn't expect that at all. Or I would you know, go talk to someone I hadn't talked to. They'd be like, oh, someone said you're doing a podcast, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And there was nothing like, I can't believe you're not working into the, in the environmental field right. anymore. Right. So that was just, just very, Well, and I think we cool. get like, so, especially culturally, like so hyper-focused on mm-hmm. career track right. and like success in mm-hmm. that, in those traditional terms. And like, it needs to directly correlate mm-hmm. to what you paid all this money and mm-hmm. in a degree for. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, I'm still using. Yeah everything I've learned. Helps it's like, me this, get to like where you said, this winding path where mm-hmm. you still definitely are using mm-hmm. all kinds of things you learned yeah. at yeah. Yale, you know? Yeah, exactly. This last one is that love and life are messy and brutal and that love is sometimes just intentional and mundane and it's not because you're doing any of it wrong. Mm. Um, and that it's actually an indication you're doing it right and it's beautiful because of those things, not in spite of them. Mm-hmm. I think that um, we get under the illusion that we're always supposed to be happy mm-hmm. in life and mm-hmm. that therefore if we're not, that something is wrong mm-hmm. and they're just, it's like 
a music with no like a piece of music with no light and dark right mm-hmm. no like nuance like life is supposed to be messy and mm-hmm. beautiful and hard and lovely and mm-hmm. it makes the lovely times that much more lovely when you've had some hard times so I think yeah. that just as you grow older and you make it through maybe a few crises in mm-hmm. life and you see um I don't know just like things and people maybe not turning out the way that you thought but loving them regardless you just mm-hmm. start to see that it's more complicated than yeah. I'm happy and everything's going good. And so right. then life is good. Right. Um, and or I think like that, the, the goal of life is not just being happy. Yeah, exactly. And that, um, I think kids taught me a lot about this mm-hmm. just because love has to look very much like mm-hmm. just showing up sometimes, like nobody's mm-hmm. happy changing a diaper. Mm-hmm. Nobody's, you know, nobody's particularly happy, um, dealing with a two-year-old tantrum, mm-hmm. but that's love because mm-hmm. you're showing them discipline and you're teaching them how to be a person. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like even just really settling into that with the girls, like, hey, they can, this is not always going to feel good. Yeah. And it doesn't mean we're parenting wrong. Right. And it doesn't mean something's wrong with them. Right. You know, it's just humans and we're yeah. in this intimate family relationship as very imperfect yeah. and developing humans. And so yeah. I think that that's important. Um I think actually my sister taught me a lot about this, mm-hmm. that um, she, I, I don't think she would mind me saying this, but she kind of um, upturned the apple cart in mm-hmm. our family in a lot of ways and went through some things in her teenage years and early adulthood where um, I, th- I feel like we had kind of an idealistic mm-hmm. family or view of family mm-hmm. and, and how our lives would turn out. And I feel like it really rocked my parents world but all of ours kind of and we're worried for her at times and whatever but she has just turned her life into something that is so beautiful more beautiful now because of the rough edges Mm -hmm. and the things that she went through and the lessons she learned and like the the apologizing and the Mm -hmm. you know the fact that she's not she's not afraid to be herself Mm -hmm. in in all of that entails now so I just feel like I've really learned a lot about that from Mm -hmm. her and she's my little sister she's six years younger but Mm -hmm. I just I don't know. I feel good about what she's taught me in that area. So, well, yeah, something yeah. that um, Chris says or kind of came up with that's exactly along those lines. And I know he came up with it like in these tough parenting years or moments is just that the hard stuff is the stuff of love. Yeah. And I do think about that because, yeah, what is more what is more an expression of love than you know, being with people doing your best or just trying to figure mm-hmm. it out when it's really hard. When it's hard really to love messy. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I like so. that. Okay. I've got a couple more to share. Uh, my next one is that no one is smarter than you and just to trust yourself. And I don't mean to say that I know everything, <laughs> but it's just that I think other people might have knowledge or expertise that I don't have, mm-hmm. know like things that I don't know, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that they're smarter than me. That you couldn't learn them too if exactly. you wanted to. Exactly. Yeah. And that I can't make good decisions mm-hmm. for myself. Mm-hmm. I think that I always want to be open and understand somebody else's point of view, mm-hmm. but I think then it can make me kind of vulnerable to when people have really strong opinions, mm. I'm more likely to just say, oh, well, they seem very passionate about mm-hmm. that. I like or trust this person. Mm-hmm. And so that must be the truth. That's for me. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a hard time when it feels like, oh, I don't know if that feels like the right thing, but mm-hmm. they feel very sure mm-hmm. or this is what they're doing. Um, and so... I think that I've kind of just seen that over time and just having more of that confidence Mm -hmm. that 
no, I can make this decision even if it's different than what somebody else says. Mm-hmm. This it's okay. That can be right for you. Right. This can be Both right for me. Both things can coexist. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and just in terms of, I guess, just intellectual smartness, um, actually just being accepted to Yale was yeah. a huge boost. Yeah. Um, and I think just, I would find sometimes in my classes in graduate school, whereas before, maybe in undergrad, I would feel like, oh, I don't really understand this. Like, I didn't berate myself. I wasn't like, oh, I'm so dumb. But I would mm-hmm. just kind of feel like, uh, oh, it must be it must be my fault. Something's not connected. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, sometimes in graduate school, I would feel like more like, I think maybe they didn't do a great job delivering the lecture. Yeah. Like I'm in Yale. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just kind of a good yeah. feeling to yeah. have. And so I do think I just have more confidence, like, and just even just training as a thinker mm-hmm. that it's like, even if I don't understand this exact, you know, the details of something I can like understand from a bigger picture or still kind of have a conversation with you about it. So that was, I feel like there's a tendency to be like everybody else is the expert and I just don't know what I'm doing. Right. You know, but that is something that gets better with age. Yeah. And you know what? Um, I had the opportunity to see Michelle Obama speak a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely amazing. I will carry it with me always. Um, one thing that she said that I think spoke to this is she said something along the lines of like, I have sat at the most high powered tables, you know, in this country, around the world. Mm -hmm. And so many people don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I loved that so much Mm -hmm. because I think that does speak to kind of everyone still figuring out. And she was talking about too, just like you have worth and value. Mm -hmm. Don't let them assign you worth and value Mm -hmm. because your title or whatever. Yeah. 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 And like, they're still figuring it out. So I like that. It just like kind of takes everyone down Mm -hmm. a little bit on that. It's kind of like the whole, imagine everybody in their underwear Yeah, or everybody goes to the bathroom. I think that often, like, I think (laughs) if I'm in a meeting or something like that, that's Uh intimidating to me or just like at a conference where I feel like, I don't know what these people know or Mm -hmm. bigger setting like that. I'm like, all of these people are going to have to go to the bathroom at some point today and pull down their pants. Yeah. And like, (laughs) That is a vulnerable spot for anybody to be in. We're all human. I really like that. (laughs) I like that. Um, And my last one that I will share um, that I feel like is something I've been learning just much more about more recently, but just that that everyone has worth, every person has worth, um, but that it's much easier for some people to feel that and experience that. And Mm -hmm. I would count myself among those people. Mm -hmm. Just recognizing my privilege Mm -hmm. as an American, as a white American. Mm -hmm. Um, I think just being more informed about the world, like I said, that I feel like you sort of can't, um, I'm sure I know that some children and young adults experience that and are able to know that. But for me, I couldn't really experience that perspective Mm -hmm. of just different life situations until I was older. And I think just being informed about the news and reading different accounts and really being able to understand how similar I am Mm -hmm. to other people. I feel like other accounts of other people's lives could, I just felt very divorced from it. Mm -hmm. And as I got older, I could only just see the similarities uh, more often. And more recently, especially since the 2016 election, I just have been trying to really actively educate myself Mm -hmm. about the experiences of other people, um, especially people in different socioeconomic situations. Mm -hmm. 
people that don't look like me that haven't grown up like me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've been yeah. thinking a lot about that. Still have a lot of learning to do, but yeah, something I'm actively And I think pursuing. that is something that happens with like time travel, even yeah. like mm-hmm. seeing that, oh, not everybody mm-hmm. lives the way I, I mm-hmm. feel like it's, it's like when you go to college for the first time, right. Mm-hmm. And you realize that not everybody right. takes care of their room the same right. way you do. Like you mm-hmm. just, all you have is what you grew up with mm-hmm. at first until, and when you know better, you do better. Right. So. Exactly. All right. Is there anything you wish you could go back and tell your 20 year old self now that you are older and wiser? Yes. Okay. A- Start using eye cream and sunscreen. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> right now, right Kelsey now. and Erica, you right now. stubborn, you need it. Right now. <laughs> That's number one. Um, number two, you don't need permission. Mm. Do the thing you want to yes. do and stop waiting for permission. That's a great life lesson. Um, uh, something for me personally is just you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> I feel like in my 20s especially, I was very slash and burn like mm, all or if nothing. I was bad at this then I was never going to be good at mm. it instead of getting better or if mm-hmm. this friend you know if we were in a difficult patch or it looked like it was ending well then it's ended I'm going to cut it done. we're done yeah um and I just think as you get older you realize kind of the nuance behind things and that there's you can take the good and leave yeah. the bad and that's okay yeah um not every hill is a hill worth dying on or even your hill to climb in the first place mm. <laughs> settle down 20 year old Erica <laughs> Um, and then that good hair products and good eyebrows make all the difference. Oh, good ones. <laughs> good. Just hand that right back yep. through the yep. back through the time time machine. Um, so here is what I would tell myself. First of all, it'll be okay. Like I mm. said, I just feel like I really thought a lot about like anxiously thought about where those I would kind of end up. Mm-hmm. All of these big questions that. Um, You know, I think just it's like because I was someone that was going to work hard, you know, it was just like, it's going to be okay. Like you are a very capable human. Yes. Yes. It's all going to work out. So I wish I wish I could go back and like live my 20s Mm -hmm. kind of with that with that knowledge Um, kind of related to that. Just have fun have more fun. Not that I didn't have fun, but I think, yeah, I was just like kind of stressed like about, um, my schoolwork and doing really well. And I think maybe if I just could have relaxed about it Mm -hmm. a little bit, that would have been helpful. Um, and the, the last tip that, (laughs) that I would give myself, um, it doesn't matter if he likes you, do you like him? Yes. Yes. Why so do we spend so much, so much more yes. time thinking about what they thought about us? So much time. And I honestly think I had just come to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. And then I met Chris. Mm-hmm. I think I was actually like really relaxed and much more confident mm-hmm. when I met him because mm-hmm. I just had enough experiences that was just like, you know what? I don't have to be dating someone. Mm-hmm. I'll just, it will be my decision. Do I like you? Right. right. Um, how are you making me feel? Not so, and not so distracted with whether or not a guy yeah, likes trying me. to read their mind. Right? Yes, yeah, exactly. It's a good one. So that's what I would tell myself. I like it. Okay. How do you feel about getting closer to being 40 and just in your 40s? Yeah, I'm definitely closer to 40 than 30 now. So yeah. I just think there's a little bit, I definitely am not the type that like won't tell my age or yeah. won't celebrate the hell out of my 40th birthday because I totally good. will. Um, but I do feel like there's a little bit of this like, as we know people who have maybe come down with some chronic illnesses yeah. and things like that, there is just, I'm taking a look at my health on some shakier legs. Mm. I feel like with a little more seriousness mm-hmm. to it. And 
um, just feeling a little more mortal and a little less invincible. Yeah. And like, I need to make decisions accordingly, Mm -hmm. which I think is fine. That's Mm -hmm. a good, healthy place to be. Mm -hmm. But um, that definitely, that's something kind of looming for Mm -hmm. me, you know, Mm -hmm. as I, as I look at 40. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think that there's just, I just think there's a confidence that comes with knowing yourself better. That is so nice. Mm -hmm. And I just anticipate that only getting better because I mean, some of my, I don't know. I just feel like that's just going to get better and better, especially if I take a look at some of the things that I just would like to improve Mm -hmm. for myself Mm -hmm. and not for any of the wrong reasons anymore. And then take that with me into my forties with the confidence. It's just like, well, that's a deadly combination. Right. (laughs) Bring it. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) bring it 40. Yeah. So how about you? Um, so I am feeling like I'm in such a sweet spot at 35 right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely not scared of 40, Mm -hmm. but I'm not feeling like rushing to get there. Like I'm I'm glad that I have like five more years to get there. (laughs) You know, I'm definitely appreciating right where I am and being in my thirties. Um, I do think thus far, just my life experience has been that I get happier and more fulfilled as life goes mm-hmm. on. And I have every reason to think that that will, you know, be the same. Right. Um, I'm on this career path that I'm so happy to be on. And I'm just kind of at the beginning with producing all of my own content. So, you know, I hope that by the time I'm 40 or in my 40s is where I see my writing Mm -hmm. um, get published, just watching the boys grow and just being able to have so many family adventures with Mm -hmm. them. Um, Just my relationship with Chris, I just as the boys are growing, I just see even more time for Chris Mm -hmm. and I to have time together. And honestly, I mean, we are not rushing at all not like looking forward to when the boys leave the house one day right but we're gonna have an awesome retirement yeah. and like empty mm-hmm. nest time mm-hmm. you know and so that won't come in my 40s um but I don't know just kind of looking that forward yeah. um to life all just feels really good um on I will say the negative I do think just getting older, it does just necessarily mean experiencing loss, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's harder to think about. I haven't experienced, um, like really any big losses, just really, really close to me Mm -hmm. or unexpected big Mm -hmm. losses. Um, and so it just, it kind of seems like everyone has to experience that at some point. It's like, you know, at some point it's going to hit your family. Exactly. So not not really looking forward yeah. to that, but not spending too much time thinking right. about it either. And it's interesting because I was thinking that as you were talking too, but also with the benefit of the hindsight of knowing that like there's beauty in the hard things too yeah. and that it makes them sweeter and makes right. you appreciate what you have mm-hmm. more. So it's like this weird, you can only get there right. by going through the hard things. Right. And so right. you don't welcome them, but right. you kind of do, you right. know? So yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on to obsessions. Okay, I brought my obsession for oh, you to sample. I love it. I love it when you bring something. I love it when it's a show and share. It's a show and taste. <gasps> so you probably had these. They're not oh. that uncommon. But Erica, this is like you know my what? new favorite I'm, chocolate. I'm still on my no sugar added Oh, no. Month. But can I save it for Friday? Yeah. I'll be That off. would be a nice treat okay. for you for Friday. I will, say, I will I, not eat mine I then. I will bring mine home. It? No, I will bring mine home. Okay, tell us so about this. So this is um, the Giardelli dark chocolate sea salt caramel mm, combination oh that dark chocolate with the sea salt caramel is so good it's just so good i have been wondering how it would break my no sugar added this little you chocolate have so right much willpower there. i'd be like well i mean this doesn't count because it's for <laughs> it's the podcast, podcast. Yeah. 
does it count if i eat chocolate on the so air? how did, did you just um, are they new did you no, just pick them up before or? but we got this um for christmas from a neighbor we got like this big pack of all like variety pack mm. of these little giardelli oh squares i think it's like from costco because mm. then we just bought it from costco gotcha. <laughs> so we're like that was so good and it's the only time i've ever had the sea salt caramel yeah. ones so the nice part i will say about these is like hershey's candy or something like mm-hmm. that i could just keep eating it because gotcha. it doesn't really satisfy quite sa- this is so rich that Ooh. it really i can have one or two and i'm actually and this good is just a little square like it's yeah. a perfect yeah enough to take a couple of bites right but and feel good about like i yeah. didn't have a ton but it actually right. is pretty satisfying oh, so nice okay well there you go for I'm Friday. I'm forward to this. Thank you. <laughs> I already had a couple today, so I can, I will gladly take mine home and save it for later. Um, well, I also kind of have a kind of a family obsession and that is peanut butter. Oh, going hard, going hard we on the peanut going butter going hardcore on the peanut butter All right. at the Wharton household. Um, I think it's because we have a couple of recipes that sometimes we'll make on a weekly basis, like these energy chunks with mm-hmm. like dates, peanut butter, you know, different yeah. things. It'll be kind of like a snack for the boys. And it is just a really satisfying, has cocoa powder. So it's a really satisfying kind of chocolatey, but still kind of healthy mm-hmm. um, snack. And then I've been making these um, banana peanut butter cocoa muffins mm. too. And I've been doing a no sugar added situation with those. I make them in the blender. I'll link to the recipe anyway. So those each use like half a cup of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. So there's like almost a third, half mm-hmm. of a jar right there. But then Cedric really kind of introduced this snack to us. We started, you know, made him a peanut butter banana sometime mm-hmm. and he just loves it. So now I feel like once you're kind of reminded of that Mm -hmm. snack, now I feel like Chris and I will just like, oh Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm having a peanut butter banana. And Cedric can eat two. I'll put a banana, a peeled banana on a plate and then like slather it. Uh That way he can just eat it with a fork. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Chris and I will just stand there with the jar. Just just the knife keeps slapping. It's like hats on a monkey kind of without the 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 hats. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, So anyway, we are sometimes going through two jars a week, a week. <laughs> i love it it's like a like a house it's like a frat house or something yeah. i mean who goes through that much peanut butter but okay i do have some really strong opinions about peanut butter okay um and this is after eating quite a lot of peanut butter so the best peanut butter this is just an objective fact is, <laughs> it's not actually an opinion at this point um it is the trader joe's peanut butter um unsalted unsweetened unsalted unsweetened yeah um, I'm a GIF girl, so I'm it far is, cry from It un- is just dry oh, roasted man. peanuts. It is the best. Actually, to is the point chunky? where... Nope, it's oh, smooth. Creamy. Okay. Oh, they have chunky or okay. smooth. I do... This is this is a strong opinion that I have, too. Okay, I could tolerate maybe a little bit of salt, but I feel like if you have sugar in your peanut butter, what are you doing with your life? It doesn't Having need sugar. delicious peanut butter. It doesn't need sugar. It does not. Know. Well, not with like a banana or something for sure. Cause that I will adds eat that on a spoon dry. And mm. this is the other thing. It has to be roasted peanuts. I've tried other peanut butter. Cause that butters. brings out some sweetness in the nuts probably too. So good. You know how you roast things have, it gives it a different flavor. Tangent nuts should always be roasted. Oh, see, I disagree. I like a raw almond. Ooh, I don't like a yeah. roasted almond actually. Mm-hmm. I'll eat it roasted. Disagree. <laughs> Agree <laughs> to disagree. We are having a strong nut conversation. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> We're going to have to take this offline. <laughs> Anyway, I would try it. I will try the peanut okay. butter because it would be much healthier. But we j- so we love good. Jif at our house. Oh, my gosh. It is like it really is a different product. Yes. The ingredients yeah. say dry roasted peanuts. Oh, you don't have any of those 
oils, right. like stabilizers, anything like that. Just peanut. That's like a peanut butter product. This right. is peanut butter. Right. No, I would agree. So good. I can see that. So good. So anyway, we're obsessed with peanut butter. I will butter. try it. I will give it a try. Okay. Do Jeremiah it. probably even has stronger Jif opinions than me. Oh my gosh. Because he has his own jar, right? That he can just Yes, because he's disgusting. <laughs> it's like a sloth has been like <laughs> digging through our peanut butter. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Okay. I'll give it a whirl. I, I have to go to Trader Joe's this week, so I, All right. I'm not above trying it. I'll send you a picture. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you have any neighborhood news? I do have some neighborhood news. Okay. Um, this is the sad tale of my broken <laughs> flag holder. Oh, you love I know, which so I was much. so excited to put up last summer. Um, but I had the flag flying, the red, white, and blue, mm-hmm. on a very windy day. Oh, yeah. It and did I, get I think it blustery. just got too windy, and it kind of pulled out some of the drywall anchors. Luckily, it did not clatter to the ground, which mm-hmm. I am, like, very respectful of the flag. I do not let it touch the ground. Yes. Like, I try to follow all the rules. I don't put it out if it's not nice weather. I always take it down mm-hmm. um, before, like, before I go to bed at night. Mm-hmm. I don't leave it out overnight. Um Anyway, so the flag holder kind of broke. Um, then I was storing, I store the flag kind of in the front corner of the garage, like kind of wrapped around the pole and leaning there. Mm-hmm. And well, one morning while I was leaving the house, I, I'm not sure exactly why, but the flag, I didn't realize this at the time, but the flag kind of fell and like fell somehow like in between the wall and the garage door. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh and I was closing the garage as I left (laughs) and then I saw the garage, like I heard something and then I saw the garage go back up. Uh It snapped that thing right into cut it right in half. Huh? (laughs) You're like, let this be a lesson to you boys. You don't play around with the garage door. Exactly. (laughs) But I was just looking at this, like, Uh, I don't know. It was just like, here I am trying to be a proud American and it's just like snapped it too. I feel like there's a big metaphor there (laughs) somewhere. There's something there. So anyway, I'm going to have to like redo the whole thing i will say that flag always seemed like a little bit rickety or something <laughs> so janky maybe, flag. maybe it's best that i get a new one but <laughs> all right that was pretty sad i'm sad for you Thank i know you. you were very proud of your Thank flag you. situation i will have the colors flying again soon <laughs> <laughs> i love it all right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. You can find us in between shows on Instagram. We are High Girls Next Door, and we have a Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. Our website is girlnextdoorpodcast.com, and our email address is highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Thanks for. (laughs) We've talked too much. It was like all of the words in that sentence were trying to come out of my mouth at the same time. (laughs) Get it out. Thanks about. Sorry, gonna go on a tangent, but I'm not. (laughs) Back it up. Back up the tangent train.